Grab your favorite cup, roll a blunt, slide into a nice warm tub, whatever you need to do to get ready for the new tea. Our goal is to uplift, upgrade, and update you on what is happening in the world from a culturally conscious gaze. Of course, we'll throw in some off-color topics to make our subjects more palpable. Welcome, Welcome to, to Urban, Urban Proper. Proper. Hello, hello, hello. Hi. We are back, y'all. It is I, me, the queen, self-proclaimed queen of everything the light touches, aka Shisha. And it be me, Darius. Self-proclaimed destroyer of all things, including but not limited to... Booty holes. Booty holes. And I'm here, and I'm going to tell you this every episode, as long as COVID-19 is still alive. Mm-hmm. Wear your motherfucking mask, stupid bitch. Please and thank you. <laughs> like, listen, <laughs> I just want to go to work. I just want to go on vacation. I just want to go on vacation. I mean, I want to go to work too, but... I want to go on vacation. <laughs> Listen, fuck a job. <laughs> I need a job so I can go on vacation. Okay, look. <laughs> Does somebody want to pay for me to go on vacation? <laughs> like, can we get a sponsorship? Like, If you're looking to sponsor a podcast with two... Um, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 Wait, go there. You should fucking this up for it. <laughs> to sponsor a podcast with two affluent and educated african-american individuals yeah please press one please press one <laughs> the most marginalized black people <laughs> that you could meet we're in so many marginalized categories so many all like almost all <laughs> almost all of them black black afro-latino queer. um queer um, um, I'm left-handed. <laughs> she should really fucked up. Um, I almost said I'm left-footed. Just to be stupid. <laughs> I wear glasses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Blind as fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, shit. Name a box and we'll see if we check it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But kind of on to that note, we today are talking about a multitude of things as we always do. But we're going to start with this terminology of how to address black people in the way of using the term blacks versus black people. Because yeah. um, I've noticed online a lot people who fe- who want to quote call themselves allies will be like, well, that's not what the blacks want. And, and let's break it down. It's dehumanizing why is it dehumanizing because you're saying blacks yeah you're not saying black people you're not saying uh the black population you're just saying blacks and it has no other what's the word it's just it 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 just it like you said it dehumanizes and it totally like lumps all black people into one category and one I don't even know what I I don't I don't know what the word is but there is a word there that we're looking for yeah but it's it's basically just for the gist of it it's it's dehumanizing and it's degrading and this really came up um person that's gonna remain nameless um said they had a diversity panel at their job 
and um, a lot of the higher up CEO level C-suite people were talking about black people, but they were referring to, not talking like bad, but talking about the whole experience of being marginalized in the professional environment. Mm -hmm. And, but instead of saying black people, they were saying blacks. And this person got a lot of feedback at the end. And someone brought up the fact that it was dehumanizing and degrading to be referred to as just blacks. It takes away, we've already had that issue in the black community versus everybody else. They see us as dehumanizing in, in the medical environment. They did a survey a couple years ago and medical students believe for some reason, that black people have a higher pain tolerance than yeah, any I other kind of Yeah, I read that article, yeah. So it's, it's already a struggle in that end. And then to try to dress it up with a diversity panel, and then you're still turn around and doing the same thing. It just is really confusing to me because, like, you don't go... People don't go around saying, well, whites don't do this. Yeah. Like, first yeah. of all, we're not a color. I think that's <laughs> the thing that bothers me the most about it. Yeah. It's like... Bitch, this is not a box of crayons. Mm-mm. We are not the blacks in the box of crayons. Mm-mm. Like, we come in diverse shades mm-hmm. from beautiful light brown to beautiful dark black. Like, mm-hmm. girl, we, we range. We range. We have the whole spectrum. Bitch, we got range, oh, okay? <laughs> she has the range, honey, okay? We every motherfucking wear on every part of the motherfucking globe. Everywhere. Everywhere on earth. And it just is so confusing to me that people will want to be like... I was having, not an argument, because I don't necessarily argue with people on the internet, but also I'm not above it. <laughs> um, Excuse me while I snack. <laughs> it's she's just snacking this time, not me. Mm-hmm. I'll save it for later. <laughs> um, there was this guy online who was like, I, I had something to do with police uh, killing black people. And... He was like, well, I know, I have, I know I've worked with plenty of black people. I've helped the blacks out a lot. And I was like, okay, first of all, let's unpack the fact that you just called the people you, quote, help out a lot as the blacks. Like, that is dehumanizing. That is demoralizing. And it shows that you really don't have respect for people enough to refer to them as black people. Mm-hmm. African-American. Uh, whatever you want to call them. There's another thing. I probably said this in a previous episode or on social media before but it's happened to me so many times where somebody will come up to me and say oh my inner black woman Mm, or mm -hmm. you're my spirit animal first of all bitch i can't be your spirit animal Mm -mm. because i am a human being Mm -hmm. black women are not your spirit animal no one has an inner black woman unless you're in your fucking black woman i'm it's just (laughs) It's just the facts. The shit that people say to me, you try to relate to my blackness and me being a black woman. And it's just they end up shooting themselves in the foot. Stop the shit. It's stupid. Also, to kind of piggyback off of that, the whole spirit animal thing is really uh, demoralizing and um, counterproductive to the whole movement of the Native American people. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Like, I used to say it a lot. I, I can't even be like, I've never said that, but as a person who has discovered Native heritage and his family, as a person who has dived into that heritage and really is getting a better and better understanding of it every single day, nobody, you, you don't have a spirit animal, honey. <laughs> and, this, and that's okay, and I like the fact that you said, you know, you used to use that term a lot, but it's like, you have to, when you learn new information, it's okay to change your mm-hmm. stance, it's okay to apologize for your ignorance yes. and move on. Yes, I and I, oh, 
And that's the thing with... As long as it's fixed. You have to have change behavior. Change behavior. You can't just apologize for it. You have to apologize with change behavior. Exactly. That's what a lot of people Continue. don't get. Permanent. Permanent change behavior. Yes. Because like people will be like... Just as an example. Controversial yet brave. Chris Brown. Fuck him. Chris Brown. Thank you. Chris <laughs> Brown is a serial abuser. Serial abuser. And yet... Majority of not majority but a lot of the black women i know will be like i still love him that was we don't know what happened okay let me unpack something for you <laughs> moment. <laughs> let me unpack this for you um this man not only abused one woman publicly he has also in private abused several other women who have come out about it mm-hmm. how much more proof do you need that this man is a serial abuser and yes he has apologized Multiple times has his behavior changed. No, it has not. Therefore, he is still a piece of shit. Like, you cannot say you're sorry and not mean it. Fuck your apology. That's one thing that we had talked about um, previously. (laughs) I don't know why it comes when we record the podcast. I just lose the ability to speak and enunciate. Um, we had talked about, um, I was talking about, uh, where we were talking about apologies and like, oh, we're talking about cancel culture. Yes. And is there room for redemption? And yes. Mm -hmm. And it kind of goes along the lines. Yes. People are raised a certain way raised think a certain way, but with different experiences in learning and, um, going out in the world and experiencing different things you learn that those some of those ideas you were taught weren't true. Mm-hmm. Um, that they were bigot ideas. They were racist ideas. Mm-hmm. They were uh, xenophobic ideas. Mm-hmm. And as long as you can apologize and accept your part in spreading that mm-hmm. and change your behavior permanently, that's the only way. It doesn't even just have to be about racist things. It's just anything ignorant. So next time you hear... And this is not only black people's responsibility, brown people's responsibility, um, it's everyone's responsibility. If you hear someone saying something derogatory, I don't give a fuck if it's your 75-year-old aunt, I don't give a damn if it's your three-year-old kid, you stop them Mm -hmm. and you correct them. Yep. Stop giving people passes. Yeah. That's another big contributor to the blacks versus black people thing is like, people will just sit back and let you, and it's it is not our fault because we have had to be the better person for so long. Mm -hmm. And I mean, we as in black people have had to be the better person. Mm -hmm. And if you don't believe that, you clearly need to sit down and read any textbook. Think about it this way. For as much abuse black people have suffered Mm -hmm. over centuries, over generations, the only thing, and this comes up a lot, you better be fucking glad the only thing black people want is equity and equality. Yes. Because... Y'all would be fucked if we wanted anything other than that. Yes! Y'all would be fucked. If we wanted revenge, if we wanted to put you all in the same position that we were and our ancestors were and our living relatives went through in their early lives. Yes, living (laughs) relatives. That's what frustrates me so much about white people with the argument of slavery was 200 years ago. Slavery, you know, this, 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 and that. Listen, Jim Crow ended in 1964. 
That is the year my mother was born. Ended. Ended. On paper. Not in practice. Not in practice. <laughs> on paper. In 1964. That is 57 years ago. Sorry, Mom. I just told everybody how old you are. But, like... But no, seriously. It's... Just to piggyback off of it, it's... All black people want is to be equal. Not mm-hmm. to be discriminated against by our hair, the way we talk. Mm-hmm. Um, um, not being seen as a threat. Especially being a black woman, not... Being able to come to work and have a bad day mm-hmm. and not be um, accused of having an attitude, um, if you're too vocal, um, being referred to as difficult to work with. Mm-hmm. <sighs> being a black man and existing. Existing. Yeah. Walking down the street. Walking down the street. It's really crazy to notice some of the things that happen when you walk down the street in a white neighborhood, I work in a predominantly white area Mm -hmm. and you can just tell when people are staring at you, like you don't belong in this neighborhood. Like I are like frightened by you. Yes. It's like that one gift. Um, it was the Asian lady sitting down and the guy ran up to her. He had on gloves Mm -hmm. and up to her, had an Iron Man mask on. (laughs) And she didn't flinch. She just looked at him, ha, ha, ha. But as soon as he popped that mask up and she saw that it was a black man, she fucking freaked out. <laughs> and I was just like, that is so fucked up. You're not scared that this person just ran up on you and basically was like, oh. Like, you're, but, you're scared because it's a black person. Now, uh, now you have a delayed reaction because it's a black person. Now that you see this dark skin, you're like, oh my God, <laughs> this person's going to fucking murder me. Yeah, yeah. It's... <sighs> And to the desire and need for equity, I'll kind of shift gears to our next topic, which is all black lives matter. Yes. And that means uh, black trans people. Mm -hmm. Black queer people. Black queer people. Black disabled people. Mm -hmm. uh, Black people with developmental disability. Like, you can't be a proponent of the Black Lives Matter movement if you mean Black Lives Matter, except for these black people. Mm-hmm. No. We have to have solidarity. <sighs> we have to love ourselves and our community first. We have to dead this idea that being queer is killing the black family. No, being queer is not killing the black family. The black family is killing the black family. Like, you can disown your queer son, daughter, whatever... But you will keep in the closet the uncle that has molested everybody. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. That's what's killing the black family. Because not only is this child ostracized for being who they are, they might be the one that's been molested. Like... Yeah. And it's not just... I don't think it's just primarily just the black family killing the black family. It's a lot of different components. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But we... I don't mean to generalize. Yeah, yeah. But we um, definitely need some work within ourselves and it's not to be jump on the the Terry Crews bandwagon. What Terry Crews talking about now? Uh, the same shit he was talking about. We gotta stop killing each other before we can expect them to stop killing us. Rhetoric. Sure. The black on black crime rhetoric. <sighs> black on black crime does not exist. No. Because if you want to break it down by races killing races it's a specific race killing a specific race white on white crime is more prolific. Mm-hmm. It's more... Um, 
occurrences of that than black on black crime. So, also crime is crime. Who does it matter? What does it matter the color of the person's skin that's committing the crime? Crime is crime. Mm-hmm. A police officer killing a black man is crime. A police Whether officer killing a white man is crime. And blue lives crime. do not exist. No. Blue is not a They color. don't even fucking wear blue anymore. <laughs> 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 they don't even and wear the blue. Whole, the whole... Uh, that new logo that they have with the the black and white American flag with the blue stripe is the new Confederate flag. I don't give a shit what nobody says. Yes, it is. Because you're basically saying that the color... At the end of the day, if a black man is a police officer and he takes off his badge, his uniform, and he goes into a specific neighborhood and he doesn't quickly identify himself as a police officer... He could be very well a victim, even if he does. I was just about to say, that has happened. Yes, and it has happened on many occasions. Many occasions. There has been many articles I've read of a black police officer who was off-duty, who has been pulled over and profiled. Yes. And, so like... I'm opening up another snack. Huh? I'm opening up another snack. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it just... it Being black... In America, which is what this podcast is about. Yes. In case you forgot, being black in America is simultaneously the most difficult. Dangerous as fuck. Dangerous as fuck and amazing thing to happen to anybody. Like, we live such a special existence, even though we are hated on, even though we are um, attacked, even though we have been for hundreds of years profiled and discriminated against we still like the black family while people think that being queer is killing it while people think that xyz thing is killing the black family my family is tight like we got some issues everybody family got issues but at the end of the day i can still go to a function and be fine you know what? If I if reincarnation is a real thing, and <laughs> we can pick which race we can be when we are reincarnated, I would always choose to be black. I'm not gonna lie; I would probably in my next life pick Latino, mm-hmm. just so I could. You be... used to be black and Latino. True. Yeah. Work. Okay, I want to be Afro Latino in my next life. Okay. Whoever's listening. <laughs> um... Whoever's listening. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to be an Afro-Latino in my next life because that just seems like another very and special, beautiful experience. You know what? I wish I grew up in the culture. Yeah. Um, I wish I spoke the language. Um, You're getting there. I'm getting there. I'm teaching myself. Learning my, my myself. Um, for those who are just now tuning in, um, my sperm donor was <laughs> Afro-Puerto Rican. Um, <laughs> But I didn't grow up around that side of the family. Um, grew up around my African American side of the family. I was lit, but it's just that one part. You learn that you have another part. And you're just like, damn, I didn't get to experience that and get to learn yeah. that. Um, but without trying to get too far, <laughs> I'm saying that because y'all know how we do. When I yeah, it's 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 um, being black is lit, and I say that because like we take fucked up situations that we have experienced. Um, Situations that shouldn't be funny. Situations that um, 
we necessarily shouldn't, <laughs> shouldn't celebrate and we just make it a thing. Like, yeah. um, this is one video of these guys in, I don't know, a Spanish culture, a Spanish country, um, were dancing and shit. Just out of nowhere. And it's just like the joy. It's just black joy. It's so amazing. It's, it's such a magical thing. Also, listen, I know that there are a lot of black people that can't cook, but man, I would be remiss to leave out the fact that everybody, every single person in my family can cook. Yeah. yeah. Everybody in my family, from the Rudy to the Tudor, as they would say, yeah. can cook. And I am grateful to have had that skill passed down to me because my roommate in college could not cook. Mm -mm. And he was struggling. Yeah. And like I cooked a meal, and he was like, "Oh no, I don't do." And then he ate the food that I cooked, and he was like, "Wow." Maybe that's why they be so mad at their parents. I didn't eat bullshit. I don't know. I listen. I could not imagine growing up in a house where the food was bland. I just it was this. I just can't. I can't. We. And stop asking black people for their fucking recipes. We don't get that up. Listen, this uh. is ancient family secrets. Okay, <laughs> them is passed down from generation to generation to generation. Hell, I just, the generation before don't even be wanting to give up the secrets to us. No, like I'm literally like every other year I since I've turned 23, I mm. got a Thanksgiving recipe from my mom. Like she didn't give it up front. And she would always tell me this is our recipe. Don't you get this motherfucker out to nobody. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what their skin color is. And then half the time, it's not even written down. It's our it's our funny. ancestors breathe and tell us when, when it's time to stop. Like <laughs> fully, fully. Yes. I don't. I don't. Listen, you wait for Auntie Sugar from four hundred years ago to say that's enough, baby. Yeah, Auntie Sugar. Auntie yes, Sugar, thank yes, you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, but. There's never, there's never enough black joy. There's no. never too, sorry, there's never too much black joy. There's not enough either. Yeah. Like, we just need to celebrate more. We need to love each other more. We need to accept all black lives, trans, queer, disabled, able, cis, whatever you We just need to are. reform the communities that we had prior to segregation. Uh -huh. And uh, we... I want to probably leave that for a separate episode because <laughs> that is a rabbit hole that she should get into and she should go make a lot of people mad. Oh, we live for controversy. I mean, it's truly, honestly. <clears throat> but um, before segregation, I mean, we had a lot of um, successful black communities like Black Wall Street mm -hmm. in um, Oklahoma or outskirts, outskirts of Oklahoma and uh, I just think since segregation, we've seen a decline in that of, of the community of keeping um, money in the black community longer. Yeah. Um, I, I don't remember the term somebody used. It was a couple years ago, a few years ago, maybe four or five. Um, I had a conversation with um, this Jewish guy um, at my job, and he was basically talking about how money stays in the Jewish community for X amount of time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember you telling me about this conversation. Yeah, and I think I had looked up an article and it basically was saying how in the Asian community, their money stays in that community the longest mm -hmm. out of everybody. 
with the black community as soon as we get money, we spend money in different communities. So basically, it's, it's the moment your direct deposit hits, your money is going to Asian communities, it's going to um, Hispanic communities, it's going to white communities, and it's not really circulating in helping black wealth. Um, so that's something we need to work on. Uh, the whole black diaspora, regardless if you're from America, regardless if you're from the islands, regardless if you're from Africa, England, what have you, um, we need to band together. Yeah, at the end of the day, we are black. Because, mm-hmm. like I said, if, if you're running from the police, you running down the street, they ain't going to say, oh, this black man, I think he might be Brazilian. Is <laughs> running down the street. They're gonna say no. This African American is running down the street, and I feel unsafe. I don't know where he came from. He's wearing bike shorts <laughs> and a tank top. And a tank top. And, and I think the like tank top says "fuck the police." Like <laughs> shit, like that. He looks like he like, knows his way around. He may have stolen from here before. But the, at the end of the day. We're all black. Yes. And we all share the same experience from, not not 100%, but we definitely share the same experience mm-hmm. as being marginalized, as being discriminated against. So, bickering in between there, are you hoteps, are you Israelites? Oh my God, the hoteps. Oh my God, the hoteps. I cannot with the hoteps. I don't know what's worse, the hoteps? Or the Israelites. I don't fucking know. I don't know. But those of you who don't know and are outside of being black, look it up. I ain't got time to yeah, explain everything to you. Episode. <laughs> <Christ>. <laughs> we ain't got time to break down everything to you. But uh, if you know, you know. If right? you know, you know. Um, and if you don't know, Google's a powerful thing. Yes, but at the end of the day, um, if you're in a position of power, if you're in corporate America, um, if you're in a position to hire people and you throw around the word diversity, but I go to your job website and your highlight is for white b- bitches. <laughs> no, that's not diversity. That's not diversity. Um, the diversity can't be behind a can't be behind the curtain. No. Either you're gonna be diverse up front and in my face. Or I'm not going to want to apply for a job at your company. Yeah, diversity is, it's, and I get it, it's more than a black and a white thing. Um, it also includes, you know, the queer spectrum. It uh-huh. also includes the disabled um, spectrum. But all in all, that's not diversity. And, and diversity panels do not need to be. <laughs> there does not need to be a white person on a diversity panel. I'm sorry. It, does, it. it doesn't matter if you're queer or not. And this is an argument with somebody that I, I worked with. And I don't mean to cut you off. No, please. But, because um, you know me, I'll forget. <laughs> and that's why I was like, you go ahead. But he basically was like, I hate when people throw up that I have white privilege because I'm a gay man. At the end of the day, and I'm not saying it's right, you can switch the way you talk. And you would be perfectly fine if you're in if you're in danger, right? Yes. But the thing about being black, you can't switch. You can't flip can't, a switch and be white. No matter if you change the way you talk or whatever. But back to diversity panel. Go ahead. Um, there does not need to be a white person on the diversity panel, no. and I say that because if you're talking about issues specific to people of color, by POC, black indigenous people of color. 
Nowhere in there is the word white or Caucasian or whatever you want to call yourself. English, American, German, American, wherever you are from, the multitude of places that your DNA ancestry has given you. It is pertinent not only to the people in the audience who are mostly going to be white, but to the people on that stage to not hear white voices talk about their issues. Our issues. I'm sorry. Let me not remove myself from that. Our issues. If you're having a queer diversity panel, yes, bring the white queers. Bring all the queers. If you are having a BIPOC, let me repeat the, the, uh, the definition of that again, black indigenous people of color. If you are having a BIPOC panel, there does not need to be a white person on your panel. Remove them immediately. Yes. The moderator should not be white. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. So we're going to... And it's literally been so long, and the fact that people don't get it by now is ridiculous. But, like we said, we like to throw in some other shit to make things more palatable for you, to make things more interesting. We've been real heavy for a minute, so let's lighten it up. Just let's switch gears. We're going to still be heavy when we go switch gears in the let's more current events. So, on Twitter, I don't remember what day it was, but hop on Twitter because I've been heavy on Twitter lately. Um, follow me, don't follow me on Twitter. Bitty guy, whatever. <laughs> you have been warned. I, I am a mess on Twitter. She's just Twitter is... Probably my favorite Twitter account to follow. Second only to Jackie Ina. Listen, and people be hating on me. Like, if you like what I say, retweet it. Don't just like it. Like, people need to see it. <laughs> For real though. But anyway, so there was this um, video that went viral. This owner of True Kitchen and Cocktails. Um, his name is Kevin Kelly. Um, went viral. And Twitter exploded. It might have been Saturday. Yeah, it had to be Saturday. Mm-hmm. Basically, in a video, he's going off like this is if you want to go, if you want to twerk, you need to get, take your ass to. He named other restaurants and he said, if you don't like it, um, we don't need your fucking money and you can get the fuck out. So, the problem was that the DJ was a brunch spot, the DJ was playing some twerk music. I don't maybe it was Megan's new song, Body Adi Adi, mm-hmm. maybe. And um, the girls were twerking. Standing on the furniture twerking. Mm-hmm. And this video that we saw was a blow up from that. Yes. Now, I have not seen the video. Okay. I've seen clips. Not clips. I've seen just like the still image. And I've heard the story. Like, yeah. I know the story. I have not seen the video. Darius, you just need to keep up. Listen, I'm not as good at Twitter as you are. <laughs> but you can follow me at DJ Rionic. <laughs> it's mostly work. just retweets of shishas. Right. <laughs> Oh, he was just he was upset and a lot of people were like okay like as a black space and knowing the culture um it was a lot of things wrong with the situation and behind the scenes this was actually the third time he had worn a specific table to stop twerking on his furniture oh. so with that new information it kind of changed well let me backpedal a little bit so my initial um thought was his delivery was pissed for uh-huh. Regardless, like being in the service industry, being in the customer service industry, it doesn't matter how many times you say it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Right. And yes, they were wrong um, for twerking on his, for standing on his furniture. Um, but you have to be mindful of the environment that you want um, in your establishment. Mm-hmm. And that goes from hiring a DJ, 
letting the DJ know what to play, what not to play, mm-hmm. and talking to your management staff and mm-hmm. letting them know what kind of environment um, they should have. Yes. Um, so he, he kind of tried to backpedal a little bit, but he, he kind of shot himself in the foot. But all in all, oh, and then he had a dress code. A dress code. A lot of shit started coming out. He had a dress code um, for True Kitchen. And it was actually on my list of places to go in Dallas when I visit my family. Really? Uh, but I don't think I'm going to go nowhere. You know, it's kind of funny to me that, that restaurants still have dress codes. Because people will call my restaurant and be like, um, is there a dress code? Girl! <laughs> but no, the dress code's ridiculous. So, <laughs> it says no slippers. Especially the fuzzy ones. And I get it. Those shits are annoying to see sometimes. Uh-huh. I get it. It says no body suits. So wait, 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 wait. <laughs> This is the part that really sent me because it's just like half the time when you have a bodysuit on, it's like a unitard, mm-hmm. like you know, ballerinas wear. It. It's and you like, will put something over you it. You will put pants over it. Yeah. So how do you know whether that somebody has a bodysuit on? Are you are pulling you... people's pants? Exactly. Down? Exactly. What are you doing? I don't know why I keep looking at the microphone. <laughs> but it's just like how. <laughs> Are you, he's, he's, he, his whole argument was, I'm trying to have a, a safe space for black people to feel comfortable in their selves, but how are you trying to establish this environment by putting restrictions on people's blackness? Yeah, because like... And it's like you can't compare blackness to whiteness because it's, it's, a, it's a whole different thing. You can't You different. can't compare. You can't compare black culture to white culture and I've, I've gone to a lot of white clubs white predominantly white clubs That's and I've seen white here. people dancing on furniture and acting belligerent now is this a club or is it a restaurant it's a restaurant and see but you know what black people do when they go to a restaurant huh what black people do when they go to a restaurant <laughs> I, mean, I mean but you know that okay when I say the restaurant the restaurant I'm just gonna name, I'm just gonna throw their name out Will House Oh, God, yes. I've seen people... Will House is a mess, especially for brunch. Especially for... I love... Oh, my God. I'm real mad at them right now. They got shut down again. Again. And I'm... Listen, I'm very... I didn't even know they was open again. I will not be going to Will House until they get their shit together. They not. They not. But... But people... Okay, so for those of you who aren't from St. Louis, Will House is like a local brunch and slash club spot mm-hmm. it's a club at night and it's like a brunch spot in the morning and we've been there several times the food is fucking bomb as fuck but mimosas for me bottomless mimosas remember that time we drank six pitches of mimosas and went to the restaurant and, 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 and thought we was gonna and be woke <laughs> that was the one time we were not woke okay <laughs> we were knocked the fuck out um but okay so yeah I get but we'll have to have a dress code no if Will House tried to come up with a dress code, I would be like, who? People be twerking it, it and non black people be twerking it, and. They be trying to twerk. I don't know what it be. They be shaking their backs at <laughs> They be arguing my spirit. That's what you're doing. Listen, twerking is an ancient ritual. If you ain't got it, you ain't got it, girl. Yeah. But, okay, so. I want to see the inside of this restaurant. Like, I need to know what True Kitchen looks like. I don't. I don't even know. Cause is he trying to run like a luxury experience? But that's the thing. If you want to run a, a luxury experience, but you can't say you want a creative I mean, a space space for Black people to feel safe mm-hmm. and to feel comfortable. I get it. You don't want them mighty dancing on your furniture. That to me is not Blackness. That is poor 
home training. Yes, that is your mama did beat your ass when you jumped on the furniture. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm um, gonna Google it because. But then, I like, my thing know. is like, <sighs> yes, you shouldn't be dancing on anybody's furniture regardless of where you are. That's just rude. That's, yes, that's rude. Terrible. That's disrespectful. The time and the money and the preparation these people have put into being able to provide <laughs> these tables and chairs. Also, um, fucking people gotta clean that up. Yeah. Like, one of my biggest pet peeves, as a person who works in a restaurant, has worked in a restaurant for many years, the one thing I hate to hear people say when I go out to eat is, oh, well, it's somebody's job to clean that up anyway. Okay, so you're just gonna leave it a fucking mess for this person? <sighs> Y'all better be tipping real well if you're telling them it's their job to clean it up anyway. Right. Right, assholes, uncouth bitches. <laughs> so, all in all, don't twerk on nobody chairs unless no. it's acceptable. <laughs> it's acceptable. While there's multiple <laughs> locations? No, it's true. It's true. Oh, is it? Am I looking at the wrong thing? Yeah, you'll get the wrong thing. It's true kitchen and cocktails. Kitchen. Kitchen oh, and is. cocktails spelled with a K. Okay, here's another problem I have with this. Stop it, no! <laughs> There's too many K's in this, okay? Swoon again! <laughs> <laughs> His, His name is Kevin Kylie. I mean, Kelly. Kevin Ke- Ke- Kevin. Kelly. Kevin Kelly. I can't even get it right. So that makes sense. He wanted the, it, cake, the okay, double K. Okay, tell me something. <laughs> it's three K's, though. First of all, if y'all need somebody to optimize y'all website, hit me up, please, because y'all website is terrible. It's kind of trash. Kind of trash. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I fully agree with him on don't work on my tables. Mm-hmm. However, comma, don't be rude to people. Yeah. Why is this so small? So, they basically, like, first of all, the wo- the food was a two-hour wait. And you have these people drinking Douce, alcohol Douce bottles and Patron bottles. This website um, is awful. I am sorry. This is terrible. <laughs> Yeah, that's I don't know. Yeah, um, but yeah, you 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 uh huh. I uh, listen. From the looks of the restaurant, it does not look like an establishment where you would twerk on a table. No. Like this does not look like the, this is not a wheelhouse type place. No, it's very upscale. It's nice very place. upscale and it's very nice looking on the inside. It's very attractive. I would go in here and be like, "Wow, I should not be wearing my slides and buttons." <laughs> I should not be wearing my fuzzy slides. Maybe I shouldn't have worn my bodysuit and my wide leg pants that look like a skirt. <laughs> that's that's some. You have to have some brunch boots, some high heels, and a brunch hat. Yeah, like this is the kind of place. That you, you know, it's a little more upscale. So, while I understand you, what's his name, Kevin? Kevin Kelly. Kelly. While I understand your stance, Kevin Kelly, you need to work on your delivery as a restaurant owner. Because that's, that, that part of it to me, and I haven't seen the video, but I have, I've, there's this guy on, um, Twitter, what's his, what's his? thing conscious something or whatever black guy who talks about all kinds of issues he's hella woke mm-hmm. super the guy with his locks yes yes i like kind of fine too low-key wow. cutie low-key and i think it's it, i think it's the doughy eyes it's the doughy eyes yeah. and it's the uh the way he speaks uh, yeah i love it uh, um yeah, yeah but he he was talking about this and he played a little bit of it and i was like wow you can't talk to people like that no 
especially if, like you said, you're trying to create a safe space for black people to be black. Like, uh-huh. now you know, you know, black people ain't going to your restaurant no more, right? You know, you don't fucked up, right? You know, you don't fucked up, right? You don't fucked up big time, huh? Yeah, but on the whole, like, what's new, what's going on in the world, um, the verses is my favorite thing that's come out of the pandemic. Um, and we have Ashanti versus Keisha Cole coming up. Next. Okay, first of all, where did they dig Keisha Cole up from? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's no shame. I love Keisha Cole. I was definitely standing in the rain singing, no. Definitely one of those uh, mm-hmm. queers in the backseat with the rain going down the window, mm-hmm. filming a music video in my head. Yes. But what has she done for me lately? What have you done for me lately? I am so glad you got that. That is why we're you just know friends. I'm a Janet Jackson fan. I'm sorry. That is why we are friends. Um, um. <laughs> another reason. Yes. But what were we talking about? No, the verses. Oh, yeah. We can't, we can't I remember a whole ass thing either. I love Keisha Cole. No, mm-hmm. like, I, no shade. Where the fuck did they dig her up from? I don't know. When I saw the article that was like, Keisha Cole said she will be um, participating in the upcoming verses, I was like, okay, I guess who? Carrie Hilson? First of all, the verses are for black people and black people only. Is Carrie Hilson not black? Well, I think you was talking about Kerry Washington. I mean, yeah, Kerry Washington. Kerry Washington Clarkson! <laughs> Kerry Clarkson! <laughs> Kelly Clarkson? I know. In my head, Listen. in my head, I went to Kelly Clarkson. Now, Kelly Clarkson's um, discography is not expressly black, but that bitch can blow. So she can blow, but... I, I wouldn't be mad. No, no she can't come I don't know why my head went to... like. But no, Ashanti versus Keisha Hugo, I don't really... Versus Fantasia, mm. they on the same wavelength and musically in my mind. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not okay, vocally, okay, okay. but like the type of record. Not vocally. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I could see, I could see Keisha Cole and Asha- and um, Fantasia. Mm-hmm. I w- would love to see Fantasia go up against um, uh, Jasmine Sullivan. Talk about two powerhouse vocalists. But see... And Jasmine Sullivan has a new project coming out. I love very excited about. Jasmine Sullivan. Me too. So much. She's so, so... slept on. So slept on. But I wouldn't put her against Fantasia. Really? Because they... Discography, a little bit... Fantasia has the upper hand. Like, like not Keisha Cole... Jasmine Sullivan has done a lot of writing in the background. So, yes, you can technically use the music that you have or the songs that you have written. Mm-hmm. Um, but we really like to know. I mean, it's cool to figure out, like, oh, my God, I know you wrote this song. Or I know you did this, uh, wrote this record for so, 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 such. But her own records? Yeah, I don't know. Somebody's Wi Fi is. You promise you wouldn't forget it. All caps. They, they hurt. They really hurt. <laughs> Somebody real hurt. They fucking hurt. Big hurt. 
Um, sorry, ADD moment, y'all. Y'all know. Um, also going on, Tiana Taylor, another underrated artist. Um, says she feels very unappreciated and she wants to retire. Um, and that's the thing that kind of bothers me about um, hip hop and R and B culture is that if you aren't like the the main artists that are out right now, Drake, mm-hmm. um, Beyonce, mm-hmm. The Weeknd, which I don't even know why he's under R and B. I don't. He's more pop. Stop it! Don't stop it! Stop <laughs> I love the weekend. Okay, he he had to go pop to be commercial. I get it. He was. Um, he wasn't. He he created a whole, like every R and B record that's out now. Mm-hmm. Like uses hit like the whole uh, what's his name Brent Fias or however you say that Who nigga's the name. Is that? Exactly. <laughs> but <laughs> now nah, people gonna drag me because like. They're still millennials, but the, the people that are a little bit younger than us, like uh-huh. between like four and five years younger than us, like love Brent. Who the fuck is he? he okay, have you ever heard? Okay, I'm just talking to you about this shit. It's like talking to a brick wall, okay? <laughs> I just listen. I listen to the same four songs over and over. Exactly okay? my point. Like, I, it's crazy because I love music. Yeah, I love music. I absorb so much music, but I listen to the same four songs. You do. Well, he's a part of this group called Sonder. And, and basically my point is a lot of um, The Weeknd's earlier music, mm-hmm. that whole mood that he created, the whole laid back, like trippy, whatever you want to call it, mood, is basically the the, staple, new. the new R&B. Mm-hmm. Which I, I mean, I get how it is, but him now, what he's creating now is not uh-huh. R&B. It's, it's pop. Music. Yes. Ever since Starboy. Ever since Starboy. Ever since Starboy, it's been real pop. Yeah. And like... Actually, ever since he did the uh, Shades of Grey song. Oh. I love that song. I love that song, yes. I like some of The Weeknd's music. I can't sit here and say that I don't like any of The Weeknd's music, but I'm not like a fan. Like, if he came here on tour, I wouldn't be trying to claim it again. Listen, if he... And Drake come here on tour, I'm gonna lose my motherfucking shit. Listen, if Drake ever comes anywhere on tour, I'm going to the exact opposite show of what is Drake's show. I do not like Drake. Controversial yet brave. I cannot get with it. I try every time he puts out a, rec- a record. I'm like, maybe this time. Why do they smell like peanuts? <laughs> what? Your bag of Cool Ranch smells my like peanuts. My bag of Cool Ranch Doritos smell like peanuts. Oh my goodness. Am I having a stroke? You, no. Hopefully not. <laughs> Your face looks okay. I feel fine. <laughs> um, I just, Darius, I don't know what to say about you not liking Drake. That's a whole different conversation we need to have. Since his career started, I just have not been a fan. You have to really, Drake is a genius. And I don't consider myself a Drake stan. Like, my girlfriend, Drake stan. And I'm surprised she hasn't busted through this door and tried to kill you for saying you don't like Drake. I can't stand him. Um, please stop adding views to the fire. <laughs> <laughs> Me poking the bear. Right. Um, but if you sit down and you listen to, like, the the words he says, the, the type of samples that he uses in his music... Um, it's it's really genius. Like the shit, you really sit back and be like, yeah. I mean, that's that's really how I be feeling. Like it's so relatable. Drake is relatable. 
I guess I'm not a black man. I don't know. You are a black man. <laughs> it doesn't take away from your blackness. No, I just can't. I don't know. I think what does it for me with Drake and like not caring for his music is pick a lane. Like, are you tr- are you sad and lonely? Or are you thugging in these streets? Like He can't... doing all of the above. He's sad and lonely and he a thug. You can be a sad and lonely thug too. I disagree, but okay. Like, you can't be a sad and lonely thug. I mean, you can be a sad and lonely thug, but like, musically for me, pick a lane. And that's, and that's how a lot of musicians have to stay uh, relevant in this day and age is being able to cross over and do a, diff, a, diff, a lot of different things. And I think he does a great job of doing that. So, I mean, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I will cease my controversially and brave conversation about Drake. Um, maybe one day he'll make a song I like. I mean... There's like four. You probably just listen to all the mainstream shit and don't like that. I am a person who will listen to a whole album of somebody I don't like just because I don't like them to see if there's something I'm missing. (laughs) Truthfully, I'm like, I feel like I should be hearing... All of the people around me like this music. Why don't I like this music? That's how I feel about Brent Fias, though. Like, why don't I like this man? I don't like his music. What's wrong? What's wrong with me? Why don't I like it? Like... It just don't do it for me. No. Mm-mm. I get it. I get um, it. In a certain sense. What were we even talking about before we got into We were just talking about random shit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, while we're on the topic of random shit, the House of Representatives voted to decriminalize marijuana on a federal level. That's um, amazing. That's fantastic. It still needs to pass through the Senate, which is fucking shit right now. And I'm going to plug this every episode up until the point. Um, there's a runoff election in Georgia in January, and there's two open seats. And let's keep the same momentum, um, Georgia, and mm-hmm. get your asses out and vote. Mm-hmm. Um, because if those seats flip to blue, being Democrats, um, especially, I mean, do your research. Make sure that, you know, the people who you're voting for are, are aligned with your values and what, um, you know, you believe in mm-hmm. or what you want in a representative. Um, but keep in mind that. Um, the GOP has rejected multiple times um, COVID relief bills. Uh-huh. The GOP, the majority leader, um, what's his name? Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell. Bitch McConnell. Um, Bitch McConnell is a Republican, a part of the GOP. Mm-hmm. Um, so just keep that in mind. If you, there's a lot of people out here, like I said, going through it because of COVID what's happened because of COVID and people need people, people. I understand small businesses are suffering, Mm -hmm. but if you don't help the people, the people can't help the small businesses. So. Or instead of bailing out the big businesses, help the people and bail out the small businesses, which you could do with the amount of money that you're using to bail out the big businesses. And to kind of piggyback on that, AOC, um, tweeted that the reason why they haven't had a relief bill is because the GLP is uh, keeps rejecting it um, but they're also trying to include liability insurance for businesses um, so that they won't be sued by their employees for making them work um, in dangerous conditions, meeting crowded buildings, not social distancing, not enforcing masks 
um, and people are contracting COVID. So they're trying to, the GFP is trying to save businesses' asses and not save people's asses. Yeah. And the people that continue to support the GOP at this moment. <sighs> you know, it's poor white people who truly don't understand that they have another choice. <laughs> like, I said this last episode and I will say this again. It is not about political affiliation anymore. It is truly about are you racist or are you trying to change the world? Are you for the people or are you for corporations? Are you for um, the little man or the people that already have billions of dollars stuffed in are their you pockets? Are you for yourself or are you for the people who keep you in the same position that you are in? Just because you're a boat licker don't mean the boot's not going to be on your neck too. Listen, you might be <laughs> licking that. Y'all tell might stretch around the back of your head so you can lick the shit off that boot. But guess what? The boot is still on your neck like she's just saying. on your neck, bitch. You're choking. You can't breathe. Okay? Um, and also kind of on, on just random facts, random stuff to talk about. Um, COVID-19 vaccine is supposed to be done. And this is what I don't like. It was an article that popped up and said, hey, what if we gave you $1,500 to take the vaccine? And and this has been a lot of arguments. There's a lot of anti-vaccine people out there. Um, I really haven't educated myself on why they feel the way they feel. Um, But speaking from a black person standpoint, um, historically from the Tuskegee experiments mm-hmm. um, and forward um, even though stuff is supposed to ethically you know there's laws in place supposed to ethically um, protect black people we don't trust it no this vaccine was made complete it was made fast too fast and I feel like this proposal is targeting poor people um people that need the $1,500 um and it just doesn't sit well with my spirit um $1,500 is not a lot of money it's not a lot I remember thinking that $1,500 was a lot of money and then I had (laughs) $1,500 and and I was like wow (laughs) I paid my bills and now I don't have $1,500 exactly so mm. And on top of that, Obama, the Clintons, and George W. Bush said that they will take the vaccine live to kind of push for wide acceptance. Um, that's cool and all. Y'all, we still don't, like, it's like buying an Xbox uh-huh. or the new PlayStation. You know the first round is going to be glitchy. That is, listen. It, that's it, my point. Any like, true <laughs> gamer knows you don't buy a gaming system until it's been out for at least a year. Yes. I don't want a vaccine until at least a million people have gotten it. Listen, I have never even gotten a flu shot. Like I had to get the flu shot only you, because you I worked in a hospital yeah. environment. I worked in a restaurant, girl. I told you, I never got the flu until I started getting the flu vaccine, which doesn't make any sense. Like, I would, yeah, each year. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. No, thank you. Yeah. Plus, honestly, they called it Project Warp Speed. A lot of people are like, but it's funded by Dolly Parton. Uh-uh. That's not enough for me. Jolene. Jolene. Listen, I'm I don't care. She was begging Jolene not to take her bed. The hell? Like, <laughs> this is one last, this is your um, last chance, fancy. Don't let me down. No. Uh-uh. Don't let me down. But also, no thank you. I'm good. No thank you. 
Um, but just to pull everything back together, um, and to refocus and just to reiterate, um, when you're referring to black people, refer to them as black people, African American, whatever term they prefer to be called versus, you know, if it's African American or black, don't Mm -hmm. call them blacks. No. If you're going to have a diversity panel at your job, um, in the community, make sure that you have representation of people who actually live in that community. Um, Did I ever tell you about the diversity panel in theater community that was like two white people and two black people? No. As a matter of fact, it was two white people, a Hispanic person, and another person of color. And I was like, y'all can't see the face I'm making, but like, where is the diversity? (laughs) Yeah, like diversity is... Especially if you're talking on the point of race. It's every race, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and just make sure everybody's voice is heard, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and to the Black Lives Matter movement, all Black Lives Matter, including queer, including um, uh, transsexual falls under that. But just really push for transsexual. Respect mm-hmm. people's pronouns, okay? Um, they're not an it. They're not a he, she. Respect their pronouns. Respect. It's not hard to... I understand that they, them is like a weird thing, but we use they and them all the time on a Mm -hmm. regular basis to refer to singular things. Mm -hmm. You can refer to somebody as they. Mm -hmm. You can. It's not that hard. And if you trip up, apologize and correct it. But Mm -hmm. just don't blatantly... Like, um... The Juno character. Elliot Page. Elliot Page, thank you. Um, Elliot Page... Is Elliot Page. You don't use their dead name anymore. You don't use their dead name. You don't say, um, what was her name before? I forget. Um, his name was Ellen. Ellen, yes. You don't say Ellen Page is now Elliot Page. Just Elliot Page. Yep, just Elliot Page. And their pronouns is they. He, he they. they. Yeah, he and they. Yes. Which confused me at first, but like a educated person I am. Or woke person that I am, I went and educated myself. Yeah, the I I get it. The, the the pronoun thing is weird for some people because we've been taught that there are two pronouns. Exactly. He and she. Mm-hmm. However, comma, they is a pronoun. They can be used to refer to one singular person, place, or thing. Mm-hmm. Elliot Page wants to be referred to as he or they. Yes. They were in the movie Juno. They were in the movie Juno. Wow. Yeah. No! <laughs> I, dropped, I was just... No. The other day with all my um, gummy worms. And Babe was so mad at me. Because she loves gummy worms. Gummy Shout worms out to the trolley very berry um, gummy worms. Fire. Give us a sponsorship. Because I'll eat the shit. I eat the shit out of the house. Listen, Shout I will too. <laughs> It's so good. Um, have I talked about my boyfriend this episode? You haven't. You have to. There you go. I talked about my girlfriend the first. <laughs> which is in the other room right now. Oh, my boyfriend's at work. Oh. He's making our money. <laughs> yes, money. Only because I'm unemployed because of fucking COVID. So wear a mask. Wear your motherfucking mask. You Wash your COVID. goddamn hands. And stay the fuck away. Did Six it? feet, ho. I listen. <laughs> My coworker, who will remain nameless, there was a 
a two-top in a restaurant. This was before we shut down. And I was so proud of her because this was like her first, one of her first moments of being like, fuck you to a customer. Yes, it's always great. It's always fantastic because I try to get everybody to do it and nobody will. <laughs> um, but the guy, she was like standing a distance, like safe distance away from the table wearing a mask, whatever. He's mm-hmm. like, oh man, I'm sorry. I hate that we have to wear masks. I can't see your face, blah, 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 all this other stuff. He's like, you're standing so far away. And she, uh, and she goes, oh, I'm sorry. Do you want me to stand further away? I said, yes, bitch. Yes. You got me fucked up. Six feet. Six feet, old. Six motherfucking feet. I don't, I don't care about you not being able to see my face. I care about not suffocating on thick-ass mucus. You should be glad you can't see my face because I don't give a fuck about what you're talking about and it probably looks like, bitch, shut the fuck up. But you know what's funny? My dumb ass be smiling at people and my mask. <laughs> Fully. Fully. You know how people just look at you and you be like, it's really that bitch with the fucking looking at smile, mm-hmm. but still, y'all need to feel it. Yeah. So hopefully my eyes give it away. Like, bitch. What? Oh boy. But yeah, we're back. Yeah. Regularly scheduled programming. Yes, and don't forget to follow us on our social media we platforms. Are at Pur- Purbin. Purbin. <laughs> we're never going to be able to give our social media info out correctly. Right. <laughs> uh, we are at Urban Proper Pod, P O D, on Twitter. And at Purbin. <laughs> <laughs> at Urban Proper Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. You can find us. Yes, and we're now on iTunes. Is that correct? We are officially on iTunes. So hit us up. Give us some feedback. We're yes. open for um, constructive criticism. Constructive. But I just want to warn you, if you come with the bullshit, I will bite you back verbally. You heard what I said earlier. I try not to, but I'm not above it. I'm it not is not above, above me yet. It's not above me. So I'll give you to God with my words. Oh, yes, I know. <laughs> I will deliver you to your Savior, okay? Yes, okay. Uh, Try lightly. <laughs> but no, we're, we're always open to to constructive criticism. Always. Um, to suggestions, to constructive suggestions. Yes. Um, and we want to hear We want to hear feedback. We want to feel how you feel, what you want to hear, um, what you want us to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, um, if you disagree with our points respectfully, um, let's talk about that. Yeah. Um, any topics that you think... Um, we should double up on whatever. Any verbiage that we use that might be incorrect. Yes. Yes. We're not perfect. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, speak for yourself. But, no. you know. <laughs> but, you know. Right. We, we're, we're doing this thing to educate all the people. We, we also want to be educated as well. Yeah. Um, and then, too, um, if you have a um, small black-owned business and um, shoot us your information. We'll love to give you a highlight. Shout you out. Um, anything that's going on in the community, any um, assistance or relief, COVID relief that you are providing, mm-hmm. um, let us know so we can let other people know. So yeah. spread the word. Also, we need to know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to, this is not necessarily a small business, uh, but it's black owned. One of my favorite influencers, Jackie Ina, she does makeup, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But she started a lifestyle brand called Forever Mood, and they sell candles. Yes. Now, we all know I love a good candle. Yes, candle. I love candles, and I love Jackie Ina, so I just ordered some candles. They are on the more luxury side, so I do understand that we're in a pandemic, and it is, you know, money's a little tight. Mm-hmm. However. But, too, you can support 
black businesses or small businesses, not only by buying their product, but also by shouting them out on social media exactly. and bringing awareness. That's them. exactly what I was about to say. Oh, you took the words right out of my mouth, honey. You took the words right out of my mouth. Did. Yes, this is why we're friends. This exactly. is why we're friends. If you didn't, if you can't see it as well, I was, I was hugging on Darius' hand. Yes, the love is the real. Love. Um, His washed hand. It, yes, my I definitely washed my hands. <laughs> and I wore a mask. Anyway, okay. mask, bitch. But yeah, so I just wanted to shout out Jackie's candle company. It's called Forever Mood. You can follow them on Instagram. It's at f o v r. Wait. F-O-R-V-R mood. And I'll let you know what the candles smell like when I get them on the next episode. Because yeah, from what I hear, they smell really fucking good. But yeah, that's about it. Anything else? That's all I got. Okay. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Bye. Bye.